Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, All 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Shout out Bill Belichick for drafting a bad kicker and a bad punter in his last year at the helm in New England. Is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the bag man keeping all the Buckeyes in Columbus. We'll flip Marvin back. And with me as always is AJ. Replace Saban with Bill in Tuscaloosa, Marchese. Oh, and give Saban the, the patch job, am I right? Today, we're talking all of the noteworthy NFL rookies from week 18 of the NFL season. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to KC, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by the Alabama Crimson Tide Coaching Search. Could it be Dabo? Could it be DeBoer? Whatever they land on will be wrong in the eyes of the Tuscaloosa faithful. Um, it's Nothing. James Franklin. I just got a call from his agent. He said it's guaranteed. Um, that was the best. Pete, Tham- Pete Thamel tweets it out. Doesn't have James Franklin's it. name. And it's like two minutes later. James Franklin's name. Oh, man. James Franklin's going to get an extension now, baby. <laughs> Penn State's cursed. Um, anyway, let's get into... Speaking of Alabama, let's get into our NFL Week 18 rookie superlatives and start with the rookie quarterback rundown where we have Bryce Young for one final time, the king of Alabama. Maybe he should have gone back to school because it doesn't look like he's ready for the NFL. Um, I think you can argue he had his worst game as a pro mm. in his final game as a rookie. Um, 11 of 18 for a whopping 94 yards. Uh, a, he scrambled for t- 24. Pretty sick. Um they scored zero points and lost 9 nothing. He had multiple interceptions dropped. I think but this game had the most dropped interceptions both on both sides, Bryce and Baker, that I've like ever seen. This was like horrible to watch. And the best part was Bryce's best play. Um, it, was a th- it was a third and four in the first half, second quarter. Uh, the pass rush is coming down. He scrambles up. He's rolling to his left. He, uh, he makes a great throw-off platform to a wide-open DJ Shark, but it was like just perfect the way mm-hmm. he extended it, had the field vision, got the ball off, hit Shark in, in, in shred. DJ Shark dives, fumbles out of the end zone. And that 
was like the perfect play for this Panthers season. Yeah. Like even when you got good stuff from Bryce, everyone else around him was messing it up. Um, outside of that, like there there was a, a great scramble um, later in the game where uh, I forget I forget who it was. I, I think it was um, uh, Shaq Barrett came came down and looked like he was gonna kill him, and uh, Bryce just. He looked. He looked quicker. He, he tucked it. He got outside. Ran for a big first down. Uh, he was under pressure all day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not doing anything downfield. Uh, the five point two yards per attempt really uh, hammers that home. Um, but yeah, it was much of the same except worse because, like, yeah, outside of that throw to Shark, I don't think like there was not a play bright and, and I guess the scramble a play Bryce Young made that like gave me any hope. Um, the offensive line looked bad per usual. Uh, the receivers stink. Um, the head coaching hire is going to mean everything to Bryce Young's development. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he gets Josh Rosen. Who knows? Too bad they don't have the number one pick. Otherwise, I actually believe maybe that would have happened. Yeah, I think there was a good chance with the new coaching staff and new GM too. Um yeah, I know. This is a huge obstacle for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, obviously, this starts with the, the two big hires. And, yeah, it pretty much dictates uh, Bryce Young's future. Um, I'm pretty sick uh, of watching this Panthers team, so mm-hmm. I'm glad their season's over. Um, Me too. No, no offense towards them. but Me too. Um, yeah, I mean, Bryce Young will have a year to prove it, but I don't know. Like, they don't have the ammo in the, uh, the offseason to really – to really improve this team, I don't. I, I figure they're gonna just go and drop the bag on T. Higgins. That's my first prediction for them. Uh, after that, though, like I don't, they gotta nail the draft class, and they're obviously uh, hamstrung there. And yeah, I don't know. I don't. It, I don't. I don't. It, they have to nail this. They have to nail this big time. It was the perfect week eighteen for the number one and number two picks because <laughs> Bryce Young was playing in a meaningless NFC. Uh, NFC South game and and lost nine nothing and all the bad things that had been happening all year continue to happen, maybe even more so. Uh, meanwhile, CJ Stroud had a, a win in in scenario, won the AFC South against the Colts, goes twenty of twenty six, two sixty four, two scores, um, completes seventy six point nine percent of his passes. Has right off the bat, yeah. I I, I think like. This sealed his rookie of the year candidacy yeah. was the the play action deep shot to Nico Collins. Uh, the all twenty two angle was insane. Like we knew he had a big arm, but I don't know if we understood just how big his arm was. And he ripped that thing like seventy air yards, even pretty much. I, I think it was seventy five yards total. I, it was close to seventy on the through the air, and like just perfect play action, perfect job stepping up in the pocket. It was just looked like. I don't know. It just looked like out of a video game with his ability. It just looked so clean. Um, and it has, like, all year for him. And, yeah, like, really this was a playoff game. Uh, this is really C.J. Stroud's first playoff win to me. 100% locked up rookie of the year. Um, I thought, like, that throw was unreal. But, that, the first of all, Nico Collins, what a fucking game. I can't wait to see him next week, too. Denzel Ward's banged up, too. That could be that could be some trouble. That's going to be interesting. But um, I thought the play of the game was when he was scrambling, kind of just, like, Trying to get, create some space, backing up in the pocket, and then just kind of chucked it to Nico Collins, who made an incredible catch. But it was also a hell of a throw. He put it like only where Nico could catch it, just like 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 perfectly to where either you know incompletion or Nico's making a, a hell of a play. And 
just to even know that the like the space there is open and Nico's coming across was a ridiculous play. His footwork on that play and ability to create space using yeah. his footwork and extend the play and ha- have the like the fact that he didn't panic and just yeah. take a sack or throw it away, but have the vision and and see Nico Collins breaking open to the right sideline like that was just. I feel like those two plays really hammered home like how two things that were really underrated about Strad during the process yeah. were the arm talent. And, and the ability to create a structure, which both were highlighted throughout that Georgia game, but if not you, all of us were, not everyone was as smart as me to keep Stroud QB one. But if back to back on your board, same as me, um, but I did have a young quarterback one. If he were to retake an S two test, Rob, do you think his score would improve? That was the worst fucking storyline. I'm so glad. I want to take an S two test now. Is that, <laughs> what are they asking him? What is it? I don't even know. Um, you get, re- get ready for uh, Caleb Williams' S2 score to not be as good oh, as, yeah. uh, as J.J. McCarthy's. Oh. <laughs> okay, J.J.'s going to kill the S2. JJ's gonna have the best He's going to smoke it. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Oh, Do you see that one-headed catch in the Rose Bowl? That's S2 material. Um, I don't know what it means, but... <laughs> I think the only the only misplay was he had Schultz wide open down the sideline and kind of just put out a stretch, and other than that, he was perfect. Um yeah. And that one was just getting, you know, the pressure barreling down on him, Nico on a on a dig, just an absolute missile over the middle, beautiful. Uh, yeah. I can't I can't wait to see him against this Browns defense. He he, I think, especially in a season like this where there's a lot of inconsistent quarterback play. Yeah, he's a top ten quarterback in the NFL. Is absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It, could you argue top five? I would hear it. You know, like absolutely top ten though, no doubt. Yeah, I'm so excited we get to see him in the playoff atmosphere now. It's great. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, it's gonna be a tough test. It's gonna be a hell of a test. Miles Garrett barreling down. Great defense. Yeah, the best yeah. defense in the NFL. Yeah, against, against uh, Stroud. Uh, I, I wait. No, that's not the Peacock game. Sorry, the Chiefs Dolphins. Hope you have Peacock if you're a Chiefs and or Dolphins fan. So sick. Uh, but um, that's on good old classic NBC. Classic NBC. NBC's got three. Well, NBC slash Peacock three. Three of these games. Kind of crazy. Yeah, they um, got Rams Lions too. They, yeah. uh, they 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 got maybe three of the four most interesting games. I would say Packers Cowboys is the one they don't have, but I think Rams Lions gonna be the game of the week. Yeah, I'm super excited for that one. I think. Um, Browns Texans, I'm I'm biasedly excited for it mm-hmm. as a Buckeyes and but, Texans newly found Texans fan. It's a, it's a hell of a matchup though. That that great young offense in Houston. Too bad you know Tank Dell's you know still missing, but it's just been so much fun to see him at full strength uh, against the, uh, the mighty Browns defense. Yeah, I'll keep it moving here and, and jump in on Aiden O'Connell, who in his last game of the season. He, he left hurt for, for a couple plays. Jimmy G came in and did nothing. But Aiden O'Connell, 20 of 31, 244, two scores. Against a Broncos defense that had been quite yep. good down the stretch this season. Um, this was, a, again, like Aiden O'Connell really started stacking some games down the stretch and was better than Bryce Young on the season. And this game was like, this wasn't even Aiden O'Connell's best game. And it was better than any game Bryce Young played this season. Like that's saying uh, something. Yeah. Um, it was like a lot of like utilizing Austin Hooper over the middle, uh, throwing up to Devontae Adams, letting Devontae Adams do his thing in the end zone. Uh, he had a great deep ball to Trey Tucker where he dropped it in the bucket, fellow rookie. Uh, Aiden O'Connell 
in their last one, two, three, four, five, six games, five of their last six games, sorry, no. Yes, five of their last six games, I would argue he, although one of them was the game where he didn't complete a pass outside the first quarter, but they still beat the Chiefs. Like, I would argue he looked like like the top end of a quarterback, too. He, in their final four games, he threw uh, eight touchdowns. Um, and the game he didn't throw one was that Chiefs game that they mm-hmm. did win. Like, outside of the Vikings game... Like, because he did enough against that that Chiefs team, and he played against the Chiefs the the prior game against the Chiefs where they lost. I thought yep. he looked good in that one too. Yeah. But I would argue outside of that Vikings game, like he looked quite good down the stretch for them. Obviously, I'm not saying Aiden O'Connell should start for them next year, but like this looks like a ten year backup in the league, like quality spot starter, potentially Gardner Gardner Minshew yeah. level backup. Do you think he's going to end up as a starter week one? I think it'll really depend on if they keep Champ Kelly and, and mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce as GM and head coach because they're picking thirteen too. I know, and that's like in the JJ McCarthy yes. range. Who I maybe week one O'Connell start. That's hilarious that they they be together after the Big Ten championship game. But yes, go on. Um, I know I can't imagine a quarterback Antonio Pierce would hate more than JJ McCarthy. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean. If Antonio Pierce is retained, it wouldn't shock yeah. me if they just roll with Aiden O'Connell and maybe they're in contention for uh, Will Howard next year. Yeah, the, the big Willie stakes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got I got two uh, two pop up quarterbacks. One uh, one's a folk hero, and the other is Clayton Toon, baby, who came in on one play for a tush push and he barely got the first down, but did his damn job. But he did it. Did his damn job. Uh, one carry, one yard, first down. Uh, the other was uh, Tyrod Taylor got banged up for a bit. Tommy DeVito came in. Two for two, 14 yards, took a sack. It's Tommy DeVito. What else is there to say on this season? Uh, rookie of the year. Um, Tommy DeVito, better than Bryce Young? <laughs> Close, yes. You know Connell might actually be. All right, let's jump to rookie of the week. Um, I'll start on offense where I'm going to go to the big NFC North showdown that put the Packers into the playoffs, and I'm going to have co-offensive rookie of the weeks and uh, give it to the combination of Jaden Reed and Dontavian mm-hmm. Wicks um, because for as great as Jordan Love was down the stretch, these rookie receivers stepping up was like just as important as, as Love really emerging. Yeah. Because they really... They really... Uh, would have been in trouble if because of the Christian Watson injury. And I, I don't know. I'm not sold on Romeo Dubs. I feel mm. like he's super inconsistent. Drop that touchdown, too. Tough catch, but I, needed to make that play. And I just feel like by the end of the season, these are their two most trusted pass catchers. Um, I, I, Reed, I Sorry to interrupt. I agree with you. I think Dobbs ends up being like the fourth option of that offense and next I, year. I, I, and I think Tucker Craft is like Mr. Mm-hmm. Like consistent shame over yeah. solid game against Bears as well. Musgrave um, coming back, yeah. yeah. But uh, so Dontavian Wicks goes seven targets, six ga- catches, 61 yards, two scores. Um, one of them has a, has a great uh, outbreaking route, uh, pick up, picks up the first down. Um, he on, on one of them on one of the touchdowns, another great route. Like his body control, yeah. 
I think stood out a lot in this game, and he was cooking Bears rookie DBs. Um, the one touchdown, like, he just goofed Terrell Smith with his release and was basically just wide open. Um, uh, and and Jaden Reed, four targets, four catches, a buck 12. Um, obviously, he had that big uh, – they, they ran a play-action pass, um, had an in-breaking route, and just, like, was wide open and ran for 32 yards. And he – it's just, like, Wick seems to be, like, their consistent – I don't know. He, he's this great combination of ball tracking uh, and fluidity as a receiver on the outside. And Reed's just like this spark plug in the yeah. slot chain who keeps on picking up these huge gains. Uh, it's kind of like a Greg Jennings and Randall Cobb. <laughs> Fuck, but, uh, that's, no, that's were, perfect, yeah. They're, they're both awesome. And... Um, Oh yeah, Christian Watson's uh, Jordy Nelson. Uh, okay, wait, that that actually kind of works. Tucker Crafts, Bubba Franks, <laughs> okay. and and Luke Musgraves, Donald Lee. Anyway, uh, yeah, they they've both been fantastic this year. This rookie yeah. receiver class was really awesome. Um, and Wicks is one of the biggest steals of the draft. Yeah. And uh, I I remember the big thing with Reed was oh like the Packers never draft sub two hundred pound receivers. The only time they've kind of done was like. Randall Cobb, and here we are. Who do you think is going to be their top option next year? Do you, like, it's... Like, who do I think will end up leading the team in receiving yards? Yes. I kind of think it will be Duntavian Wicks. Like, I think Jaden Reed, I love Jaden Reed, and I think he is going to become one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. Uh, but I do kind of feel like, just with Jordan Love's big, aggressive downfield style like Dontavian Wicks is just a great fit with them. They and they complement each other really well. I, it's a, it's a fun trio. And then there's the other rookies behind them too that that have been, been pretty damn good too. And the second year guys, you know what I mean? Uh that have had their moments. It's it's been a lot of fun. And then like the tight ends, as you said. Um Packers cover this weekend, yes or no? Yes. I, I we love our Packers all of a sudden. This is the most likable Packers team uh in my lifetime. Of my lifetime, yeah. Absolutely. Wait. Uh, were were you around for uh, the the Don was his name Don Mikowski? Oh, the, the Magic Man, yeah. Magic Man, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Nineteen ninety. I wasn't around. I was around. I remember the Magic Man was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, um, I, I I thought I didn't have a great offensive rookie of the week option. I thought there was a lot of good performances, not many great ones. And frankly, my pick is was not a great performance, but. Bijan Robinson's my offensive rookie of the week for being the big winner because uh, Arthur Smith is gone. He gets the he gets, he gets the prize for that big win, and look, this was not I don't know. Overall, I think we got to say Bijan Robinson had an underwhelming rookie year, even though you look at the total yards and there's you know it stacks up impressively. But even in this game on the ground, it wasn't super impressive. He had 28 yards on 11 carries, and there were some TFLs, um, but the team is not good. The offensive line is not good. They got blown up by the Saints. It looked like competitive for a bit, but really I'm giving Robinson this award for, yes, his coach being gone, so it can only be up from here. And uh, what he did in the receiving game, a lot of it came on that uh, that big 70-yard touchdown where he came out of the backfield, did a great job just to like keep his eye on the ball, uh, had a defender flash in front of him, caught it kind of a little bit behind him and just took off easy, untouched, uh, long touchdown. But seven catches, 108 yards, and a TD. A lot of it was working under the middle, uh, under on un, you know, underneath and stuff like that. But also though the one 
the one target that wasn't caught, he had eight targets, was a wide open uh, touchdown in the end zone, and Ritter just <laughs> just Ritter just uh, just missed him. So it could have been a two touchdown performance for Bijan. Again, it was a blowout, but I just want to kind of recap Robinson's rookie year because I don't know why I'm surprised by Arthur Smith uh, blowing it, but I really thought that he'd be a guy that we're talking about week in week out, and we haven't. You know, we we really haven't, and. I don't know. It's it's funny. I again, I don't think this is anything indicative of is Bijan Robinson not going to be a top end back, but you know, on on the whole, given what where you know what type of rookie seasons they both had and where their teams are, Gibbs would be you know RB one on the rookie team, and um, I don't know. I don't know. I think that that's a bit of a chip on Robinson's shoulder. So we'll see where they hire. Maybe him, Devon Achan would have been if he didn't get hurt. I, honestly, pound for pound. I Pound for pound, HN was the most enjoyable running back of the rookies this year. Play for play. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's it. A travesty that HN was three yards short of a 1,000 from scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, going to defensive rookie of the week, I didn't have a, a glaring, blatant, obvious choice. Um, Will Anderson was banged up. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the top defensive rookies I had um, – didn't play a ton because their teams were kind of in it. One, one rookie who who um, had, had a really, and we were talking before the show, had a really underrated season in general. Um, I feel like he was getting his credit early and it kind of fizzled out, but he continued to be a, a force all year, and he ended up playing a, a good chunk of the snaps for the Rams against the 49ers. It was Byron Young, who he had a... a he had the game-winning fumble recovery in the win over the 49ers. Sean McVay beat Shanny, baby. Finally. Um, he had a big pressure late in the game uh, to force a punt. I feel like he's just always around the quarterback, not always getting home. But um, yeah, it felt like he was always, to me, it felt like he was always around the quarterback. Like he, And he had a big sack where it was just like kind of a hustle play. Uh, I think he was lined up. Trent Williams didn't play, so it was against Jalen Moore. It was a play-action pass, and he just like worked his butt off to get home. And his big thing coming out of Tennessee was he has a great motor, and mm-hmm. that showed all year. <clears throat> but he finished the season with eight sacks, 19 quarterback hits. Um, he was second in sacks plus QB knockdowns among defensive rookies with 19 overall, um, behind only Will Anderson, who had 22. Uh, I think if you're putting together your all-rookie team, he's, like, very clearly the second-edge rusher after Will Anderson. Yes. Agree, disagree? Yeah. Okay. You have to really think about that one. I wasn't, um, I wasn't sure if you were waiting for an answer or if it was rhetorical. Uh, but, yeah, no, he – I mean, the Rams got so much out of their rookies and their young yeah. players like Kyron Williams and uh, like Byron Young and Kobe Turner really led the, the charge for that Rams defense this year. Absolutely. Uh, I, had a, I had a couple choices for defense rookie of the week, but no, I also agree. No, like, superstar stud. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with Devin Witherspoon and Pete Carroll's last game. It wasn't like, here, we talked before the show about um, maybe some, some websites tracking targets, funny enough, and some disagreements between websites. Witherspoon was, was apparently targeted, especially for Nichols, I feel like they kind of credited it, but... Just based off this, he was targeted six times. He gave up six catches. That sounds like it wasn't a good game, but for this is pro football reference for a total of twenty yards. And I think whether that's correct or incorrect, I feel like it encapsulated his game really well uh, because it wasn't the coverage ability. I mean that's fine, but 
as much as it just like it was a, such a strong tackling performances, um, had eleven tackles, three of those TFLs. Uh, my favorite, and like it just felt like his, you know, his come down enforcer type of performance that we've seen multiple times. Why they drafted him? Uh, my favorite play was a, a crosser. I think it was Rondell Moore. Um, lots of like uh, Witherspoon was kind of playing off a little bit. Lots of space. Um, you know, crossing routes is tough, but Witherspoon recognized it in, immediately. Uh, just barreled down. They hit. They hit more, but he just hit him immediately to keep him short of the sticks. On, a, on a, I think it was a third down or a second down. Um, just, just spoke to. I think the explosiveness that Witherspoon has, the ability to come up and make plays. Um, don't know if he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Don't think he is, but still, hell, hell of a performance. And excited to see where his uh, where his future goes because I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, if he can continue to be a high-impact player at the nickel position, you know, or, like, if they move him outside or what they do with the next coaching staff, you know. It needs to be really interesting. Draft defensive backs recruited by Lovey Smith is the lesson <laughs> I've learned. Um, going to worst rookie, I'm just going to fly through. The combination, same game, a- NFC South showdown between the Bucks and Panthers. On one side, Cody Mock just getting bullied by Derek Brown. And on the other side, your boy Jensen Nash getting... <laughs> Getting bullied by Logan Hall. That's kind of sick, though. Yeah, Cody Cody Mock really struggled, and he's had a really, I think, more downs and ups this year. Yep, and uh, he's and, uh, starting a playoff game Monday night against uh, Jalen Carter. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's probably the the that's probably the the most key rookie matchup in this in the wild card round where. If Carter takes over, that can mean the difference for the Eagles' defense, a defense that's been floundering of late. And if Mock can kind of show up, maybe the Bucks win. I think that's a great one. Anything – I got I got Juju Brents in, the, in that Saturday night playoff game, essentially. Uh, in trouble with Nico Collins, man. Uh, this is pro football reference again. Four targets, four catches allowed, 116 yards, a touchdown. Got banged up as well. So that was only on 30 snaps. That's just over 50% of them. Um, yeah, that play action, just just Nico absolutely blew by him for the 75-yard TD. And then there was a couple other ones, like Nico Collins on a comeback, easy. It was just it just felt like a lot of free money on Juju Prince. He, Go on, please. He had a he was playing well. He was. Uh, from, like, week three to whenever he got hurt. Yeah. And then he came back, and he was a little iffy. and uh, But I still think it was a promising rookie. Year. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Yeah, I, tough to note to go out on. I had a couple worse corners, but he's he's the most high profile. So for a guy that, you know, needed, you know, that was a playoff game. He, they needed him. Uh, I thought the other rookie corner played pretty damn solid, too. I was going to mention him later. But, uh, yeah, just, just oof, a, a bit of a rough performance from Brands. Uh, primetime star, I'm going to Dalton Kincaid, who yeah. obviously it's CJ Stroud, but, like, just yep. going somewhere else. Yes. Dalton Kincaid really stepped up against the Dolphins, moving the chain, being a threat, uh, on broken plays, yeah. like when Josh Allen was extending and just winning down the seam, finished with seven catches for 84 yards uh, on eight targets. Had, I think, two, two, maybe the two best games of the season against New England and, and Miami when they really needed mm-hmm. it uh, to win the AFC uh, East End. Ended up having a – like maybe not quite the tight end rookie year you wanted from a, a, a first-round tight end in a class that includes Sam Laporta, but – Ended up being like a really consistent threat for them. I yeah. I would say like in these like just with the weird stuff going on with Stefan Diggs, like Yeah. And Dalton Kincaid had a few games where he was their most trustworthy target. And I think like you said, maybe overall not 
as amazing as you could hope. But down the stretch, when they needed him to to make that playoff push, you know they were they were all out over the map in terms of making the playoffs and not. And they, you know they really needed to pull off that run, and they needed the Dolphins to collapse. He, yeah, I, I think I think that was exactly what they drafted him for. I put Kincaid here absolutely. Uh, for everything you mentioned, he had that great play on the crossing route early too. I, I thought he was great. And just to give another name, I, I always loved watching Devon A. Chan. He just—he's just so much fun. I, yeah, put him for rookie flash. Five point six per carry in that touchdown. I just—they, I honestly, I think he's the key to winning the game against the Chiefs this week. I think they got to get him the, a ton of touches in the in the cold. A. Chan's built for the cold, baby. The rest of the team's not. So just, just let him, just let him go. Uh, going to underwhelming performance, I had Osiris Torrance in yeah. that Bills Dolphins struggled. game. I thought he struggled with Christian Wilkins. Yeah. Uh, going back to my Panthers Bucks game, Trey Palmer had a drop. He had a fumble. Uh, he could not separate deep. Six uh. targets, two catches for ten yards. Um, Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn giving him the business. The, the goats. Um, Palmer felt like that rookie that all year it just felt like, yeah, the, the breakout game's going to come, the break, and it just never really materialized. Well, there was a couple games where, like, he was running wide open and Baker would miss him, and, that, <laughs> and then, like, down the stretch, like, he keeps fumbling or dropping passes. His speed's interesting, but... Yeah. Uh, underwhelming for me, I'm going with the, the, the amazing Detroit Lions rookie offensive duo of Laporte and Gibbs, and really, you know, they didn't have to do too much. And they became, they both scored a touchdown. This is not me. I just wanted to talk with them. They became the first rookie deal with 10 we plus. we haven't t- talked about them enough? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Became the first rookie deal with 10 plus touchdowns in NFL history. That's amazing. But in this game, meh, honestly. Five catches, 29 in the touchdown for Laporta. Touchdown was a nice play where he kind of just, uh, he fell and then got up. And it uh, was wide open. But uh, a couple drops. I had an had a early third down conversion. that It was a tough play, but didn't make it. Had another drop. Uh, he sh- it wasn't it wasn't Laporta's best game, and then of course, uh, the the knee injury came. Um, that sucks so much because he looked like he was going to be one of the most fun players to watch in the playoffs. Campbell's giving him an outside shot to play this week. I, I don't I don't think that's going to happen, but hopefully the Lions can win a couple games and he comes back. Flip side or not flip side, but behind him and Jameer Gibbs it was only thirty yards on thirteen carries. It wasn't much going on. Again, it was the Vikings. They didn't need to do much. Uh, Amon Ra and, and Justin Jefferson were the stars of the game, but yeah, just, just he had a nice fourth and one conversion. The touchdown one was easy. Just wasn't picking up too much uh, on the ground, and he didn't have a he didn't have a catch. So just just was a kind of med performance from him. And um, I'm just I I, I want to see Laporta back, but I'm just ready for Gibbs to have like that explosive, like big time performance against the Rams. And I don't know, I'm I'm ready for it, but let's see. Looks like a hit. How about the Ravens? Uh, we had the same one. Yeah. Trenton Simpson? Yep. Who didn't really play this year. 20 Makes snaps sense. Roquan all year. Smith, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen are one of the best uh, off-ball linebacker duos in the league. Um, but it seemed at the time like they uh, drafted Simpson to potentially take over for Queen at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Queen's an un- uh, uh, unrestricted free agent after this season because they declined his fifth-year option. Uh, I think he's going to get a hefty contract from somewhere. Trenton Simpson's going to step in, and he this is ready. a great sign because he <laughs> yeah. yeah he looked ready. He he only played twenty-six snaps against the Steelers, came in after an injury, but 
ended up with a sack, a TFL, and a boatload of tackles. Looked really good yeah. in space. That TFL uh, on the, the jet sweep yeah. near the goal line was fantastic. The blitz uh, where he, he just friggin' triggered like a, a monster downhill. Like it was just like it was classic Ravens. You know? Yeah, I know. I, th- I thought the exact same thing. I totally agree. Just nice tackling open open field too. No, he looks ready. <laughs> he looked ready and. Uh, it's it's obviously why he why he didn't play much this year, but uh, no, I think I think if Queen goes and gets paid, yeah, I think Simpson's he gonna, will like someone's going to way over for sure for Patrick Queen for sure. And, I think and, Simpson, and the Ravens will get a third round comp, and then though Simpson will be maybe better. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he looks he looks legit, and that's classic. That like you let this guy with all this talent fall a bit and fall it into the perfect situation for him. It's just the rich always getting richer in the NFL is is my point, Rob. Uh, looks like a miss. I think everybody, no, no one was like Puka Nakua should be wide receiver one. No one said that. Even the people who were higher on Puka and were like, yeah. hey, this guy's a, the ninth best. Re-. Everyone was wrong about Puka Nakua. He, he only had four for 41 in this game and a touchdown. Uh, but he played until he broke the rookie receiving yards and receptions record. And it's just like Puka Nakua, what a season. Uh, potentially going to be a second-team All-Pro, which would make him one of the four best receivers in the league this year. Um, it's just, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, he it's... landed in the perfect system, perfect coach, perfect quarterback yeah. uh, to, to get the most of his skill set. And even then, he like, no, if you give me, like before the season, if you're like everything's going to go right for Puka Nakua as a rookie, I would have guessed 700 yards. But he had over 1,400, so... Perfect opportunity for him, you know, on a team that desperately needed another option. But then he became the, the top option. Uh, record shouldn't count because he played an extra game than everyone. We've talked about that. But Bill yeah, Gorman only played 14. Yeah, should never be topped. Um, no, yeah, unreal. Unreal season. And definitely, I think everyone everyone missed on him. Even the Rams should have taken him earlier if you thought he was that good. Uh, my looks like a miss is, uh, is Clark Phillips, the Falcons DB, who... Had a, a lot of struggles against the New Orleans Saints. And yeah, he had a really good game like four weeks ago. Yeah, he did. He did. He just this was a bad game. Six. So he looks like a miss now. Yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. please let me just talk about Clark Phillips. Six catches. He could have been worse rookie. I was being nice. Six catches allowed on seven targets. One hundred and one yards. Two touchdowns. Getting beat up by At Perry. Um, well, that's why. He's not a miss. A.T. Perry's a hit is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's absolutely what I'm saying. Uh, A.T. Perry was unreal. Uh, I'll talk about him in a sec. But, yeah, no, he's just, just going to handle it. Um, also got called for a, for a high hit, too. Um, Chris Olave dunked on him with, like, a sick tip. I don't know if you saw it, but, like, he tipped it to himself. Touchdown catch. Uh, Perry got him, like, on a <clears> – <throat> like, just boxed him out on a deep one. Had a pass interference on Perry. Uh, and then, then beat on like for another touchdown, Perry. But um, yeah, I know it was struggles, and it's a t- that's a tough matchup. At Perry is great. At Perry looks really good, um, but that's a tough matchup, and Olave is obviously a tough matchup. So it's just just a tough ask for him. It's, but where else was going to put him? He, he was bad. He's ready to play because he's looked good. And I put Brent's because he was higher profile. So Gona needs to step it up. Combination of Bears rookie corners. Terry Stevenson was a roller coaster all year. In this game, he had a sick end zone touchdown breakup. You mentioned it already, the Romeo, uh, Romeo uh, Dubs drop. Yeah. Um, 
He also had a great tackle to keep the clock rolling at, uh, just before halftime so the Packers couldn't add a field goal before half. He had a forced fumble. He also gave up four for 101. And uh, really struggled um, against Dontavian Wicks. As did Terrell Smith, who I already mentioned, uh, got cooked for a touchdown, was a perfect passer rating when targeting him. He also dropped an interception in the end zone. Mm. Both of them have had good moments, but they've both been roller coasters all year. I feel like it's good for the Bears overall, though. Like, let these guys into nothing season. You you know, you wrapped up the first pick. Thank you, Panthers. You got the ninth pick. Well, they're going to need it because I don't think they're going to pay Jalen Johnson after the year no. he had. He's going to go cash in somewhere. Agreed. Uh, mine needs to step it up as a guy going to a playoff game. But Broderick Jones, who I had a bit of a struggle against the Ravens, but... I don't know. Like we we've seen the ups, we've seen the we've seen some downs. But I've, I've I think overall I've I've liked what I've seen from Roger Jones. Um, but this week he's really got to step up and give Mason Rudolph some time to sling, baby. There was so much rain against the Ravens. Come on. <laughs> yes, offensive lineman really affected by the rain. Mason Rudolph couldn't catch it or hand off the football. Probably that's a good point. Uh, but no, no. If he can just get out and you know gobble up the run, in the run game like he, he's shown he has, I think. I think that gives them a chance. I think if they can run the ball effectively, like they really have the last uh, few weeks, um, I think he's a big part of that, and I think he's a big key to them winning this football game. Uh, not ready to play. How about your boy Emmanuel Forbes? <laughs> oh, come on. You had to get him one last time, The season was over, so the commanders were like, fine, we'll play the guy. We took we took 16th overall and have barely played this season. Um, and he uh, he gave up a catch on every target, seven seven targets, seven receptions, sixty six yards, and a touchdown against the Cowboys. Uh, who man, Jalen Tolbert's a good receiver, man. He was cooking Emmanuel Forbes. I know, I know this doesn't really matter, but it the like Forbes just just I feel like he would be getting a lot more heat if um, Christian Gonzalez hadn't gone down early too. Because, man, he proved to me that he's a better corner than him, and he went one pick yeah. after. Um, I'm going with a lot more of a less key corner. I think you, you – I guess low-key. Um, I think you talked about him last week. He's had some kind of moments for a late-round guy, but Starling Thomas from the Cardinals. Yeah, he was bad. He was bad. Yeah, six catches on nine targets, 95 yards in the game-winning Thanks touchdown. So uh, great throw. Great throw from, from Gino to lock it to win Pete his last game, but – um, yeah, just was struggling. Uh, DK was kind of getting to him. Was giving up big time cushion on a nice comeback route. JSN got him for a first down on a third down conversion. Just, just wasn't, just wasn't a strong game. I thought he had moments this year, but for a guy that's like you know should have never played as much as he did on, as yeah, a rookie. Undrafted, undrafted rookie was like yeah. has to be the Cardinals corner one. Yeah. So uh, I, in that context, he's been pretty decent. <laughs> I also had uh, Jake Andrews here, the uh, Patriots. Uh, drafted yeah. as a center, but was playing left guard for the Patriots against the Jets. Jermaine Johnson was really getting after him when he lined up inside. <laughs> it's a tough ask. <laughs> the the Patriots playing three day three interior rookies on the new line this year was yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, best day three rookie. First, I just got to shout out your boy Ronnie Bell for catching a touchdown. <laughs> to, which uh, I think signified to Michigan that they could win the Absolutely. Natty. Yeah, it was all um, Ronnie. But I, they should give him a ring. Uh, but my actual best day three rookie, Carl Brooks, who 
just kept getting in the backfields against Chicago. Had this great shoestring tackle. I think it was on Roshan Johnson on a screen pass where had he he was like laying on the ground and like just hit his foot and, and for the tackle. And had he not done that, it looked like it was gonna be a big gain. Um, <clears throat> had a nasty club swim for a sack. Uh, he had such a quietly good year. Just that, like yeah, he did. I mean, like six six TFLs, four sacks. It is phenomenal for your six-round rotational D-line rookie. Um, the Packers rookie class is wicked. Hey, and don't quote me on that this because I don't know if it's right at all. I'm making it up. Better stats than Lucas Van Ness. I don't know if that's true at all. But he felt more impactful hey, at times. Well this week. <laughs> um, I tipped my hand. My best day three rookie. I'll give you two. But that first, was a lie. Stats aren't better. I checked. I didn't think it was true. Um, but <laughs> he felt better. Um, tip my hand. Best day three rookie. First and foremost, A.T. Perry. The monster himself. Three catches, but two were touchdowns. 53 yards. Like, like kind of mossed A.J. Terrell. He just out-physicaled him at the catch point for a touchdown. Back shoulder. Terrell was on the ground. It was sick. Um, and then just started being up on Clark Phillips. Like I said, drew that P.I. Um, had that nice deep. Like thirty yard, twenty yards, uh, box out on Phillips, and then like a really nice route. It showed some, uh, showed some giddy up on the, on the touchdown. Just kind of like a um, the inside and went to the corner. Phillips fell. <laughs> Two of his touchdowns, the DBs fell, and I think it wasn't just them tripping. It was his physicality, and uh, wide open. It was, it was fun. Uh, Perry's Perry's turned into something for the Saints. It's been a lot of fun. Other one, uh, with Jalen Jones, the other Colts rookie corner who. I, I thought Brent struggled, but I thought Jones had like just such a solid year and very underrated. Like one catches, uh, one catches allowed on two targets this week, fourteen yards. Uh, played almost eighty percent of the snaps. Played a lot for this Colts team. I thought he's just been very solid and just um, a guy that hasn't gotten too much love this year. And I want to give him one last nod. Going to best UDFA rookie, I got a combo of Commanders defensive linemen. Uh, Was my guy KJ Henry shining? No. Oh, He's not a UDFA. I know, but was he? Uh, jo- no. Joshua Pryor, who blocked a Brandon Aubrey field goal to give him his first... He ended up missing another one, but his first missed field goal of the year. <laughs> and Jalen Harris, uh, who had a PBU to cause an interception. And to me, that was the, the, the highlight of the commander's performance against the Cowboys. Uh, that's all Ron Rivera asked for. To go out on Quan Martin had the interception too, so it was oh, a perfect. Good, sweet. Um, I'll give you two UDFAs as well. Ivan Pace just had another solid, solid game. Uh, nine tackles, a quarterback hit. Just what a rookie year. That's a guy that should never went underdrafted. Uh, obviously, he's been great as a blitzer all year, but I thought his coverage chops have really improved uh, over the course of the season. Looks solid this week. And uh, just quickly, Ronnie Hickman too, stepping off for the Browns has been so solid and. Just, I thought, another solid performance. Yeah, Ronnie Hickman, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State battle in the playoffs. Oh, there you go. There's the headline. Uh, rookies who flashed. Tajay Spears didn't yeah. have a ton of touches against the Jags, but uh, him and Derrick Henry were cooking. They got my Steelers to the playoffs. Uh, Spears, three carries, 25 yards and a score, three catches, 41 yards and a score. Um, man, the, the touchdown catch was like all yak. Mm-hmm. And, man, he looked explosive. Uh, and now it's like Derrick Henry after the game addressed the crowd like yeah. he's done in Tennessee. So Tajay Spears backfield. And a big part of the reason both of them cooked was Pierce Gronsky was awesome. Pierce Gronsky was the best game I've seen Pierce Gronsky play. He was dominating the Jags at the point of attack. Um, 
look really good climbing the second level. Have a great seal off block for big Derrick Henry run. Uh, I thought those guys were great. Uh, yeah, yeah, Diaby had another sack. Really good rookie year. Josh mm-hmm. Downs had a great like diving yeah. catch. Uh, Lucas Van Ness had a good game against the Bears too. Um, I had a Shane here. Oh, wait, Quan Martin, who was like really the only bright spot of the Commanders, I thought in this game really. It's good to see. I thought he struggled a little bit when he was first coming back, and uh, yeah, no, that's good to see. Uh, Draft Illinois recruited, or no, sorry, just DBs recruited by Lovey Smith. Yes, absolutely. I got to start in, in the Battle of Ohio because we got a lot of rookies, and all the all the receivers are rookies. Uh, Cedric Tillman, baby, three catches, forty three yards. He's he's kind of gotten some run the last few weeks. Um, more of a headline though, Andre Yeshivas. When they've gotten on the ball, he's been intriguing. He had two touchdowns. Uh, only on five catches, thirty-six yards. Uh, both were like at the goal line. They kind of just kind of just worked open, decent plays. Charlie Jones making some plays, but the real headline I thought was Jordan Battle had a really nice game. Uh, had a had a easy interception. Well, it was easy in terms of the Jeff Driscoll throw was awful, but it was a really nice play. It came made a covered a lot of ground and and had like a really nice pick on the sideline, getting his feet in bounds. Uh, made another play on the ball, couple tackles, had a hit on uh, on Driscoll as well. Battle's been good. Uh, I think he, he was he was in contention for defensive rookie of the week this week for me as well. You mentioned a couple guys I had down here. I'll give you two from the the NFC North battle. The other one, Jordan Addison. Uh, <laughs> just just I think it was sudden. He just blew by him. Clean release, kind of releasing from the inside, wide open touchdown, and then like nearly made like an unreal great like deep at the goal line uh, t- uh, touchdown grab on a flea flicker. It was a really really tough play. Didn't didn't bring it down, but. Would have been uh, one of the catches of the year if he did. 57 yards and a touchdown, like I said. And I thought this was one of Jack Campbell's better games. They let him play. He had 12 tackles. Had a sack. Uh, I think that's a miss still, but uh, one of his better games. Um, out of nowhere, Ruck, I just didn't have like a great one. And Trey Tucker really showed up in this game. And I didn't think he was going to have it be really a factor at all for Vegas this year, and he had some really bright games. Yeah, he did. It was consistent, but like every three games, he threw <laughs> up with a huge play. Yeah, it felt like they should have got him involved more, and they, and they kind of did in this one. He had five targets, five catches, seventy nine yards, a big one down the sideline that I mentioned. Um, he looked good, and the speed's like really interesting as like a third receiver. Yeah, I think Tucker's Tucker's shown quite a bit this year. Uh, my out of nowhere rookie was a guy that we thought you know has been banged up and. I don't know. I kind of thought he just wasn't going to get traction in New Orleans. And Kendrick Miller, pound for pound, was a better running back than B. John Robinson was. But I saved him for here, baby. Was back, looked healthy, got got the bulk of carries. 13 carries, 73 yards, a touchdown. Um, He looked like TCU, Kendrick Miller. Like, just consistently, like, solid running, looking quick, seeing the field well, nice cuts. Uh, and running hard, like the touchdown run was just like made a made a really nice move at the goal um, at the line of scrimmage to make a guy miss, and kind of just powdered his way into the end zone and like had to like flip and not flip but like contort his body and reach out to break the plane of the end zone and they they reviewed it but called it a touchdown it was a hell of a play and I think it was just a really really promising game uh, for Kendrick Miller who like they signed Jamal Williams and. He had zero touchdowns until, you know, the last play of the season. But Shout out Jameis. Shout out Jameis. Uh, yeah, no, Miller, Miller. I thought he was going to do more this year. Obviously, there's injuries, but he looks like he's he looks like he's good. Finally, my start the rook is going into the 2023 season. 
Tennessee start Will Levis. I know Mike Rabel's <laughs> fired, but uh, he was third in EPA per play among rookies over Stroud and, or behind just Stroud and Richardson, 31st overall. He showed enough to deserve a chance. Yeah. Um, you never know. I think he'll get it, but you never know. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to give Stroud the rug. Just the guy that I think should get some more snaps this week. Uh, maybe maybe one or two snaps, get him a luck. Um, that's uh, Browns lineman, Isaiah McGuire, who kind of flashed out of nowhere for the Browns this week. They played a lot of young My guys. God. Yeah, had a sack and two TFLs. Uh, like a strong showing. Um, mix him in. Like one of, Give him four snaps against the Texans. That's all I ask and see what he can do. Well, we did it. Next time uh, we talk about the NFL rookies, it'll be awards and the all-rookie team, which will include plenty of Buckeyes.